shore where the mountains meet the sea in a clapboard shack by a broken down tree there's a light in the window just soft to gals inside i'm not sure if they're witches but you know that's implied that the storytelling ego swelling pillow talking moonlight walking sea Welcome to the Sea Hags Podcast. I am Chris Jeppa. And I'm Katie Nordgren. And no one is with us this week. <laughs> with us this week is nobody. With us this week is our own sweet selves. <laughs> we, uh, we're doing a little recap because it's our one year anniversary. Yeah. And we're very excited that we made it this far. Um, we touched a little bit on that last week, but we realized because we've had some pretty like kick-ass guests in the last little while, which have been thrilling and delightful. Absolutely. Um, we haven't really even done like a little check-in, so instead of making another guest suffer through the... <laughs> the, the check-in from the last like six weeks or whatever. <laughs> then we're just going to do a little bit of that, do a little reflection on our first year of podcasting and... Our baby's growing up, Chris. It's really cool. Our baby would probably be, like, walking and stuff right now. And you know what? it's first words. It's like walking into other people's ears. I've had a lot of people reach out to me recently and be like, I really like your show. Nobody has done that to me. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, I have a few friends who I know listen to it already, but nobody nobody I wouldn't expect has come up to me and said I really like it, although uh, I've been tagged in on a few things on your Facebook. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, I really like it. You have such a good patter. It's like, oh. Yeah, and like, you know, a really nice person that I know is just like, it feels like I'm just hanging out with my friends having weird conversations, like, and I just wish that I was there too. That's weird. That's what it feels like to me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So to all of you folks listening, I'm really happy that you're still listening and that you're enjoying it. Or that you've started listening. Yeah, maybe you're just joining us now and you're going to go through the back catalog and maybe it's like 20 years later. Ooh, (laughs) maybe we're already dead. Good lord. (laughs) Well, I mean, these ostensibly will live in the cloud forever. I guess so. Perhaps it will outlast even the earth. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm sleepy, so I'm thinking weird. Thinking weird times. That's fun. That's fine. But yeah, so I don't know. I've just been, I've been really, really enjoying it. And it does feel like we get the chance to just have some cool conversations and like stretch our perspectives a little bit and like elucidate on some topics that we're totally not experts on, but just to like use the podcast format to tease around some difficult topics or like new topics and try to figure out how we actually think and feel and usually wind up changing our perspectives by the end of each episode, which is very valuable. Yeah. That's been a really fun thing to do is to just Mm -hmm. like have a, I don't want to necessarily call it a safe space because it's, it's pretty naked. Like we're putting it out there and stuff, but, Mm -hmm. but it feels like a pretty good place to compassionately talk about topics and tease things out. You know, it's not a debate ever. Mm-hmm. It's a conversation. And I think that, that that is more effective than debate a lot of the time. Yes. So I, I, I feel like some people have reached out to me and said, like, I never really thought about, you know, a given topic that we've talked about. And, uh, and that made me realize that it actually is relevant to my life and I probably should be thinking about it more. And that's, that's, that's very gratifying. And it also... Uh, inflates my ego beyond where it probably should be. It makes me feel very self-important momentarily. <laughs> it's like the reason, you know, this podcast is just like two broads talking about shit. Yeah. But it's like... That's I'll, really all it is. But it's like a lot of the time it's like, you know, we do know stuff about stuff or we have a unique perspective because it's just us and mm-hmm. our lives and the things that we bring yeah. to it. And like... We have our cool ass guests coming in. Yeah. And who bring new things to us all the time and we get to learn things. Mm-hmm. So... 
whatever. I've just really been enjoying this process a lot. And I want to keep doing more. And there's like a bunch of people that we've already talked to that I want to have back. Yeah. For more chats. Yeah, we've had super fun. We've had a couple people we've doubled up with now. I think just Lauren and Allison. Yes. But, uh, and talk about doubling up. Uh, Lauren should be. putting a human out of her body and into the world very shortly. Oh, I'm so excited. Today is her due date, actually. It's the full full moon, too, and I'm like, full moons bring babies, girl. Yeah, she she looked very happy. I saw her last night. She looked very radiant Mm. and, uh, and very, she just looked chill. Like, she's just like, whatever. Yeah. But this baby better be a Pisces. (laughs) (laughs) She wants a double Pisces house. Yeah, Yeah, so cute. So good. So, yeah, we'll have to have that baby on as a guest. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that baby's going to be a terrible guest. <laughs> Come on, baby, give us something to work with. Oh, what a lump. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you don't even know anything yet. Stupid baby. Yeah, you don't even know how to, like, properly digest food yet. You just what spit it back up. What a loser. What a loser. <laughs> Babies gonna, are dumb. We're going to bully Lauren Martin's baby. <laughs> Because we're very horrible people. We're not going to bully that baby. Yeah, we're going to cuddle that baby so hard. Is that our... It's not quite our first podcast baby, is it? Is Noelle's baby our first podcast baby? I guess technically. Yeah. With someone that we we know who had a baby during the run of our podcast. Sure. Sure. We're totally responsible for it. Absolutely. <laughs> so it's a podcast baby. We're like, are we River's Wicked Godmothers or something like that? I would I would like to be like a fairy godmother type, but I guess that's just like cool weird aunt is yeah. basically what that is. That's my whole lifestyle, so I think I've 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 claimed that many times on mm-hmm. the podcast and in life because I am a weird aunt. Yeah. Like oh god, I don't even know how many times over. I think six times over. Nice. So that's terrible that I couldn't just call up that number right away. I had to count them on both sides. <laughs> There's a lot of people. Well, I got three on either, so yeah. you know, it's it's like a seesaw of beautiful children's. Mm. So Aww. yeah. Weird Ant. Precious. Yeah, How this is, is basically a Weird Ant podcast in many ways. It kind of is. It kind of Chat is. Chat with your weird ants who yeah. like to drink a little rosé in the afternoon. and Wow, just, way, to, way oh, to show our ass there, just, Chris. <laughs> I didn't say that we were doing it right now. <laughs> we're doing it right now. Just a teeny bit. And don't gross. <laughs> don't slurp on the podcast. <laughs> You're going to cut it out. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so Weird Ant podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm into that. That's, that's actually that's, that's like it. a better elevator pitch. Like yeah, a podcast with your weird fun ants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that that's that's the best condensed version of us that we have probably because mm-hmm. we've tried to explain it and it's multiple paragraphs every yeah. time. We're not good with brevity. Yeah. It's a good thing we have this audio medium where the the capacity it takes up is not that large. Yeah, and it's digital, so I don't need to, like, unspool tape or anything. It's digital. Yeah. Did you know that this recording software is totally digital? Ooh. Oh, man. Future. How was the last couple of weeks for you, Katie? Oh, boy. It's been something. (laughs) Uh, I I know we talked about the sleep stuff uh, last week with Graham Clark because he's also a bad sleeper boy. Um, and, but a good napper, which makes sense as we established, he looks like he could take a serious nap. Um, and I'm not, um, but my sleep fucked up again cause I had my, my medicals changed. And oh, so yeah. I've, I've been sort of dealing with like a higher dose and it, uh, it hasn't made me happy again yet. So it's kind of just like, I, I sort of just feel like I'm dragging a, a tire behind me a bit. Like oh. I'm just tired all the time, but, but I'm not unhappy. I'm just kind of like, eh, whatever. 
but that's been uh, that's been enough to get through right the, yeah. the last few weeks because it's been some interesting challenges and, and stuff. But I did so let's let's hit on some good stuff. I'm still working out a lot, mm-hmm. which is partly why I'm so fucking tired. Probably. Yeah, I mean you're doing some things to your body, like picking up heavy things and putting them back down again. That's pretty important. Yeah, it is, and I, I'm very sore today as a result of that. So I think that that's 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 a great thing that I'm doing that is probably a, a positive influence on why I'm so sleepy. Uh, but not sleeping because I'm too jacked up from all the pumping of iron. <laughs> so jacked. <laughs> so jacked. It's like I might my body might not be quite jacked yet, but like my my insides sleep are cycles are definitely yeah, yeah. super fucking. There's a jacked. Ja- there's a jacked person inside trying to get out of me right now. It's not a thin person fat person dichotomy. There's like a fucking muscle baby inside of me. <laughs> and it needs to break out of my soft soft outer casing. <laughs> Or not. Like, it's kind of fine to walk around with a good layer on top. So mm-hmm. that's my theory. It's, I'm hanging out with, with my good friend Nicole, who's visiting, and she was telling me that, like, her husband got, like, a hammer to the stomach. Some, like, terrible no. accident happened. But, oh, dear. But, like, his doctors were like, you know, you need to lose some weight. But then it's like, actually, your life was saved by that little layer of fat that, like, <sighs> made the hammer not go into the important bits. Wow. So, like, you got to have that layer on there. It's, like, yeah. protection from the elements. But no, it's funny. Keeps your, pa- keeps your organs safe. Absolutely. You know, past guest Emily White posted uh, a thing on Facebook earlier today that was about uh, eating ancestral foods. So yes. not, not, like, paleo, but... But eating the food, the food of your people, basically. So, and you mentioned that you felt some of the best you've ever felt in your life, eating a bunch of salty meat and potatoes and clear vodka. When I was living, living, God, uh, when I visited Poland. When I was living in Poland. It felt like a while. I was there for like a week. I was summering in Warsaw. (laughs) Yeah. But like when I was just eating, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, like eating sourdough soup and pierogies and like steak tartare and just drinking clear vodka. I just felt fucking jacked. <laughs> no, great. Way, I felt so good. Yeah, it was just like like all of your telomeres and your DNA were like yummy. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I'm a turnip. <laughs> so I'm, I I uh I thought that that was an interesting thing to look at and I I'm I'm sort of thinking about about what that's all about, like how to how to eat better for yourself and and, and I'm kind of thinking like Oh man, maybe I should be having a big piece of rye toast with a slice of mild cheese in the morning with some like gherkins and things. I mean, that sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, it, it sounds, sounds very delicious. hearty and good. Or like rye toast with like a layer of like some cream cheese and a salmon sure. and some stuff on sure. there. Sure. Some capers, some red onions, all things I'm down for. Or some like delicious chilled herring fillets, a little roll, yeah. little roll, roll mop. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, I honestly don't remember why I started talking about uh, about that post that she made, but just that. Oh, because we were talking about having a layer of protective fat. Oh, yeah. And 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 thank you. That was very helpful. That actually got me back to the point I wanted to make, yeah. uh, which was that another article that I came off of was it just it off of the article that I was reading uh, gave all the evidence that, you know, uh, a person who drinks moderately and is a little bit overweight is the healthiest person. Pretty much they live the longest. They fight off disease the best. I'm like, great. Hashtag goals. Yeah. Hashtag already doing it. Yeah. Well, you were saying, like, your body's pretty fucking hearty and you, like, had a really bad cut on your hand from, like, slicing it off and it's healed perfectly now. Like, look at it. It's just a little bit swollen still Mm -hmm. because it's still got some scar tissue, but it's visual medium. Um, Not a visual medium, but it's just kind of, like, a little bit pink. You can barely even see the scar. You've got a healthy immune system. Yeah. It was was two and a half weeks ago. It was a really bad slice, too. It bled, like, crazy, Mm -hmm. so... Yeah, I'm just like, huh, I'm doing something right. Like, like I'm pretty healthy. I don't sleep well. That's my only thing. Mm-hmm. It's like I eat marginally well. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
But you you took care of a lot of health stuff this week. Yeah. Um, I did. I went to the dentist. No cavities. Hey, congratulations. Thank you. It was like a year and four months or something since I'd last been, which is a long time Mm because I didn't have extended health. Mm -hmm. So now I do. Yeah, congratulations. Hooray, Canada. Hooray, having gainful employment. Yeah. Uh, And so I got, yeah, I got checked out. They're like, looks good. Pay attention to these places. Keep on flossing. Mm. Here's your sticker. Get the fuck out. <laughs> so that was good. And then somehow I, I scheduled back to back, basically, that I was supposed to go get my IUD taken out that I've had since uh, 2011, because you can only, they're only good for five years, yeah. right? And so uh, when I got it, the nurse practitioner who, who installed it cut the strings quite short so that they wouldn't like, sorry, I'm talking about my internal, you know, yeah. uterine bits and stuff so uh they were like still poking out of my cervix so they trimmed them very short so that they wouldn't be like there all the time and like poke me or poke somebody else god forbid (laughs) so uh so they cut them really short and we're like hopefully you're not going to have trouble when they come when time comes to remove it i was like "Mm, i probably am (laughs) so i went to this i went to this clinic and uh and it was such a stressful experience just getting there, like, because it's not visible because it's at the ho- it's at the women's hospital. Right. But it's in, like, a different building that isn't the main hospital. So you come into the children's hospital. Google tells you it's in the children's hospital. Guess what? It's not. <laughs> so it was such a rigmarole. And my wife and I got into a big fight about, like, where to go. And it sucked. And I was already really jacked up. And I got in there. And then the doctor was like, okay, uh, can you pee into this cup? And I was like, sure. I can totally do that. I'm great at that. Um and I just, the pressure of having to do it, like, I've talked about not being able to pee under pressure on the yeah. podcast before because it's a weird under thing. Under pressure. Under pressure. <laughs> pushing down on pee. Um, so, <laughs> so I just couldn't. And the doctor was, like, getting really impatient. Like, are you okay in there? Like, oh, no. it was so, and I, oh, so that sucked. And then I had to, you know, let her check under the hood, so to speak. And she could not get it out. She could, she tried for like 20 minutes. No, just poking around in there. Well, it, and she's like, I'm so sorry. I must be hurting you. I'm like, it, this doesn't hurt at all, but it feels very weird. Yeah. It's like a weird internal like push. It's, mat- it's like, yeah, it's like someone rooting around in your organs and stuff. So it, like, it doesn't feel good, but it didn't hurt. I was fine. I was just like, oh, and she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm going to like pull a piece of you out if I keep doing this. So you got to go. Oh, Good. Ah, ah yeah, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry. I should have probably put a little content warning on that, but um, I'll, I'll write it into the write-up. <laughs> and uh, so she's like, you got to go see this, do- this special doctor, and you got to go get a pelvic ultrasound, which means that I have to drink, like, four liters of water and not pee for two hours. I had to get the pelvic ultrasound, and I totally cracked the formula for the... Because I've had to get a few of them in my lifetime to check on my ovarian cysts. Uh-huh. Still there. Still there. Still looking super... Not- not- not great. <laughs> but uh, I basically primed my body by like drinking lots of water all day. Because mm-hmm. sometimes if you like if you go for the ultrasound, you just drink a whole bunch of water before, then it just like stays there. But if you're like already flushing, you don't need to drink as much to have a full bladder. Because normally right. I show up and they're like, your bladder's too full. So just pee a little. And like, that's impossible. That's a very hard thing to do. So you just have to like drink water throughout the day. And then right before you go in, you can drink a big thing. And then it usually is like pretty settled. So, okay. okay. Like an hour beforehand. You Good to drink. know. Good to know. No, because I am a big, I'm a big drinker yeah. of water. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very hydrated. Yes. So and the the thing about the pelvic ultrasound too that like they don't really tell you and then you have to find out there is they usually do the wand now. Oh, They'll, like, so they like shove it up, yeah. Yeah, a little internal yeah. camera thing. Whatever. Yeah. It's they're all very professional. It's about fine. I have no dignity text. anymore. It's all right. They let you put it in yourself so that it's not weird. That's weirder. <laughs> 
Did I just pop it? I was like, I just really reacted to that. I'm like, I don't want someone to watch me put something oh, inside no, it's of underneath myself. underneath the, to use your phrase, still, the butcher, butcher paper napkin. Still weird to just be like, like, I'm looking you in the eye. You know I'm putting something in my body right now. I'm like, that's so much creepier. I'm like, how about you do it? You're no, but, a professional. But they don't necessarily want to look to see that they're getting it in the right spot. And then they have to, like, fumble around. What it's a wuss. If you do it yourself. What a wuss. No, that's fine. I can handle it. <laughs> it's just so silly. I'm just looking outside and there's a backhoe that's a Hitachi. And it just made me think, think of, of a, a magic wand. Yeah. Man, they really make everything, don't they? The good people at Hitachi. Don't masturbate with a backhoe. <laughs> Unless you're, like, Mother Earth herself, I guess. I in guess. which case you need one. Or if you're sitting in it and it's really vibrating. <laughs> Do not apply the backhoe part to your genitals, though. I can't stress this enough. We really need to be clear about this right now. Don't do that. Oh, my God. Um, so that's, yeah, uh, that almost catches us up. I uh, That sucked. Um, but it was funny, so it's fine. Uh, but also I found out that uh, now the Canadian Medical Association only recommends uh, uh, every three years to get a pap smear. So my, the premise for my uh, pap smear joke is out the window. Like, <laughs> I can't... That's how it started. It's like, the Canadian Medical Association recommends all sexually active women over the age of 16 get a pelvic exam every year. They mm-hmm. don't anymore. Yeah, it's it was no longer two an and then exam. it was three. Yeah. yeah. But now you can... Like, yeah. You can still... You can update your joke. You can be Ugh. like, I'm still pathologically responsible, so I still get it every year, even though yeah. they recommend three. They, they won't let me, so I have to go to a back alley pap smear doctor. <laughs> you just go to different clinics and just like, oh, I haven't gotten mine yet. And they're like, damn you, Katie. You're gaming the system and getting so many free pap smears. Why are you so in love with pap smears? <laughs> You're like, I just need the validation. I just need the validation that my cervix is still beautiful. <laughs> this lady said nothing about it. Oh. I was very offended. It's because she was trying to focus on doing her it's job. It's true. She, she said like she said that it was... I had a cooperative cervix. So I was like, yeah, it's beautiful. It's cooperative. I feel That's like I'm creating a dating profile for it. <laughs> Cooperative is definitely a step down from perfect, though. Well, you know, it's it's expected of women to be very cooperative. <laughs> so those those of us women who have services, then uh, that's a compliment, I think. I guess. I guess. <laughs> anyway, that was not a great experience, but it's fine. And I just like I hadn't been I haven't been performing very much lately, and I feel bad about it. So it's okay. Graham Clark lovingly kicked your ass about it. He did, and mm-hmm. I'm so grateful. Honestly, I was just like, this is. Nobody could say this in a way that was better because it was so gentle. It was just kind of like, you kind of have to, but like, you know what? Start, start slow if you want to. Like, just go see a show, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck, you're so right. Just be absorbed in the comedy atmosphere. You're so right. Like, I, I could just, he's sort of like my, my Buddha a little bit. Like, he's such a soothing person mm-hmm. in many ways that I just like, just think about, just think about Graham Clark having a nap in a hammock like Winnie the Pooh. And I'm like, oh, soothed. Just good. I'm good now. So that was nice. And I did, I got, uh, hopefully future guest Morgan Brayton asked me to do her, um, she was doing a comedy show at the Vancouver Women in Television and Film Festival. Cool. So I got to do a show at a film fest, and it's a much different audience than I'm used to, and I got to rework one of my jokes, which is about the, the poetry thing, like oh, how, how usually when I do poetry for a room full of drunk men, I have to reassure them that despite my appearance, I'm not about to do a slam poem, and right. this is the first audience where I felt like you guys will be disappointed if I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a pretty good laugh, so I was like pretty happy oh, about that's that. Cute. I was like, great, that's a good time. So I did that, and I got to do that with the, the lineup was, there was five of us, and four out of five of us were bisexual or lesbian. Nice. Which was great. And then the last, Jenny Taves, who is a straight lady, mm-hmm. 
we forgive her. <laughs> she had a great closing set. She was just awesome. Like she's really lovely. She's super lovely, and we had we all got to do like a big group photo in this like perfect photo booth set up with like a big ring light. Ooh. So we all look very glam. Ooh, so I, I, I just had such a fun time, and that was that was really validating. So that that brings us up to speed. Like I'm doing fine. Had a couple of tough like m- six weeks maybe, uh-huh. and now I'm I'm feeling better. So I think. It's uphill from here. That's awesome. How are you doing, Chris? How have you been? Um, good. It's been nice to see Nicole and hang out, and we've, like, been doing stuff, like, going out and, like, we went and ate delicious vegan food at Meat in Gastown, because I wanted to show her, like, try some of these things, and she was like, these are surprisingly fucking delicious. I love Meat in Gastown. Yeah. It's, we had the chicken, like, the barbecue whiskey, like, chicken finger things that are so delicious. Yum. I like the, the deep fried cauliflower with the sweet sour yes, sauce. Yes, we had or whatever, that as well. Sweet chili sauce, mm-hmm. I guess. Zesty. And we had, like, fries with, like, cashew gravy, which yeah. was so delicious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then we went to another... It's healthy! <laughs> it's very, very gloopy and delicious. Uh, it's so good. And uh, we also went for, like, a swank dinner as well at Charlie's Little Italian. Ooh. And we went to the Fox Theater last night to see Sarah Bino's Teen Angst show. Oh, how was that? It was really fun. Nicole and I are friends from high school, and so, like, we were like, let's. I know that we both wrote bad teen poetry. Let's watch other people do it. That's so great. And we got to the Fox, like, a few minutes late. It was super packed, and we're like, I remembered the balcony. And we went up to the balcony, and the whole, like, front balcony was taken up, but there was one little table with two chairs sitting next to the bar. And Perfect. I walk in, the bartender's like, oh, we saved this for you. Here you go. Just as, like, a joke, but yeah, it, but felt it felt really, really good. Yeah. Because <laughs> you could, like, play it off like, they know me here. <laughs> I did not. I was just like, but it was very charming. Um, and so, like, you couldn't really see, but you could, but like, hear. you could stand up and see and see what the person looked like and then sit That's back down great. and whatever. And, That's still fun. Um, Was there any performers that we know? Joe Dvorak. Right on. She did it. She read a, like, angsty screenplay that she wrote, and it was so good. <laughs> it was bad good? Yeah, it was, like, very ham-fisted, like, lesbian... Like angst, basically, nice. and like the I, I don't want to step on her bit or anything like that, but it's just like the one character is like berating the lesbian character, like your lifestyle is so terrible and amoral, and it's just like she basically took like every stereotype of like an evangelist, like and put it into one character who's for some reason was in a diner in a ball gown, like an insufferable cunt. Like, <laughs> how old was she when she wrote this? Like. Like fourteen or sixteen oh, or something like that. Oh, that's funny. That's good. Yeah, so it it did make me want to dredge up some like bad journals. Oh, man. But I remember finding an old journal of mine and reading it, and it was so cringy that I nearly threw up and I burned it. <laughs> it was awful. You burned? That's too bad. I would love to read that. It was just so angsty about boys. Like it was awful. I was yeah. just like, no. I Why have... did this person have so much power over me? You know? I, <laughs> like, uh, I the oldest journal entries I have are probably from when I was twenty, like going through twenty-one, maybe going through a breakup. Mm-hmm. Um, because I I really did get rid of anything that I had in my teen years. However. When I took, I took, we had a creative writing class in my high school mm. uh, taught by Miko Nabata, who is a nut. She's an absolute nut bar. Uh, and I mean that in the nicest possible way. She's yeah. like this Japanese Canadian lady who drives an RX-7, which is like a very niche car. <laughs> and she is obsessed with teddy bears. So she like has teddy bears and pretends that they're her children. And she does this in class. He's like, yeah, Berkeley, I don't know how to wear pants. You know, she's like, she's cuckoo bananas. I got, like, full body, like, shivers from that not in a good way. No, no, sorry. No, she's actually really lovely. She's a wonderful teacher, and she had us make these, she gave us, she, I, I'm sure she bought them with her own money, mm. the, these, like, beautiful, like, thick black journals with these big, like, 
like white pages that you could draw on and then like a, a thing you could put underneath to be lined so you would write things and she would give us a prompt every week oh, and at the really beginning beautiful. of the week what a nice gift at the beginning of the week she would give or like in the beginning of class she'd give us a prompt and then we'd write one page on it and then like illustrate the page basically so I have this this like book that's from that time really pretty so I do still have that and that's so that was when I was in I was like 16 mm-hmm. and I was just in a new relationship so it's not very angsty actually but mm-hmm. it is there is stuff I wrote like I hate sci-fi I wrote in one of them I was like no I don't <laughs> that's a weird thing to say so maybe that would be a good source for that but mm-hmm. it's yeah I think you would actually do so well on that show or you could read the poem that you read oh, on this podcast God. from well, your just, old like, tripod pull site. up my whole tripod site and like do it as a presentation well, there was a guy that did um he was like an animator and he had this bad screenplay that he wrote and he like made a modern storyboard out of it and it was really funny and he had the whole screen because it's an old movie theater right? right so you could totally just pull up your tripod page and like surf oh, through it and god. like just like as a ted talk or something that basically would be really you'd funny. have five minutes and you'd be like which poem do you guys want to hear and like read them based all the on titles. the horrible title which poem do you want to hear here's yeah. my buffy fan fiction yes I think it could all work out. Yeah, yeah that's, that would you be should fun. Do so that. that was fun. Then you had good time. Then yeah, it was that. super fun. And you got your uh, own little. T- we saved this for you. <laughs> your beautiful table. It felt nice. I don't know. And like on Friday night, I felt pretty old. Like I just <laughs> I I did a whole bunch of stuff, and then I was like getting all dolled up to go out, and then I went to the bus stop, and I had just missed a bus. I was gonna go out to like a dance party for a friend's birthday in like a private space that I wanted to see. Yeah. And it was just gonna be like hang out with some cool people, and my outfit was so cute, and my nails were good, and you know you just like do all these things to beef yourself up to go yeah. out, and then it just takes one thing. <laughs> Then I went to the bus, and I just missed the bus, and when I checked, the next one wasn't coming for, like, half an hour, and I was like, well, I guess I'm not going, so I turned around and went back inside. Looking so good. Looking so good. Immediately wiped off all my makeup, got into my pajamas, and just sat down like, harumph. <laughs> That's pretty adorable, It though. felt like, my, yeah, my partner was, like, sitting in the chair, just, like, with a very amused look on his face. He's like, I didn't even try to leave. <laughs> He's like, who's right. the sucker now? Yeah, he's like, he's like, I'm 40, like you're 30, like just wait till you get to 40, basically. Like you're just never gonna want to leave. Like he's like, I appreciated your attempt. I thought you were really like going brave. for it. Yeah. You're, I want to see you be brave. <laughs> no. Yeah. So then, like today, I was like again hanging out with my friend. Like, what are we gonna do? She's here for another night. So it's like, let's go to a movie. We're gonna go see Hidden Figures. And <gasps> I want to see that. I know. That's so good. And. uh... Yeah, just, like, come home and, like, read books. And she's having a great time. She's got lots of kids at home, and so to, like, be here, we, like, went to bed reasonably early, had a couple glasses of wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She slept in, you know, pretty late, and it's been very quiet here, so she's just like, I got to finish a book. Oh, so good. Nobody, like, grabbed my hair in the middle of the night. She got to wash her hair today and let it air dry into its, like, beautiful cloud of curls that it does, because normally she has to put it back so it doesn't get, like, pulled out by her children. So, Nicole, I love you so much. I'm glad you got to be here. Yeah, so. a, little, a little kid-free time is a necessary thing yeah. for people who so. have, especially people who have multiple children. Yeah, so I'm definitely, I'm here to offer a little refuge for anybody. Sure. Next week, I'm going to take my own refuge. Um, I'm going to Victoria so for my, one of my oldest friends ever, Derek, who's like a sweet dear, and hopefully we'll get him on the podcast at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, he's getting married in Victoria next week, so I went over, I'm going to go over a little bit early, I'm going to do some work while I'm over there, because the legislature's still in session. Uh-huh. So I have this project I'm working on with my coworker in Victoria, so we can actually right. sit down and like finalize it together, which is really cool. Sweet. I'm going to go to question period and see it live. Because you're a question period nerd. It's fun, and I'll actually get to hear the heckles, because on Hansard, they like cut them. <laughs> you, should wear, you should wear a t-shirt that just has a question mark on it. I'd just be like, yay, I'm here. Oh that I live for this. That's so funny. I love when people in our in our 
like inner circle, like just call it like QP. Like I kind of just want to have like a t-shirt that just says QP on it. With a question mark. Oh God. Please. <laughs> no, I'm going to wear a super cute outfit, my new floral blazer and like a nice dress. So like, yeah. So I'm going to do like professional stuff. I'm going to do, you know, as the president of the uh, constituency assistance network or whatever it's called, I should probably know if I'm the president. <laughs> if you're the president, you should probably know what it's called. But I'm going to do a few visits to, like, a bunch of different offices in Victoria so I can, like, make it sort of businessy. I'm staying in my very favorite hotel. I'm just, like, I'm fucking splurging. And That's so, like, awesome. my plan for, like, the first night, there's, like, the first night is my own time. The second night is a bachelor party where we're going to, like, go to an escape room or some bullshit. I just assume it's going to be, like, on Brooklyn Nine-Nine where they go to the escape room. Yeah. It's apparently medieval-themed, so oh, maybe no. I'll just, like... Derek and I just used to... Just eat a big turkey leg. Well, Derek and I used to cosplay and, like, LARP vampire shit, so I might oh, just... Oh, I remember. I might just put my vampire fangs in and be like, blah, I'm part of the <laughs> medieval whatever. I'm, I'm a medieval Dra- vampire. <laughs> I'm Dracula. I don't know how to read. <laughs> I will probably die of cholera. What, what would they do if I showed up at, like, the bachelor party in, like, a cloak? <laughs> Nothing. They'd probably love it. They'd probably be like, great, our, our mascot for the evening is here. <laughs> the one chick. The one chick, the, the groom's maid. Yes, exactly. And uh, then it's rehearsal dinner and then the wedding. So, like, it's going to be a fun weekend. Mm-hmm. But the, the Wednesday night, which is my own time, I intend to just, like pour myself a nice bath and, like, have some sparkling wine and just, like, do girly stuff. Do that girly shit. Yeah, so I'm so excited. It's gonna be so great just, like, having a femme time in the Mm -hmm. hotel and eat some, I don't know, chocolate-covered strawberries or whatever, like, luxurious food. What is a luxurious food? For me, I just like to eat chips by myself. Yeah, I think some kind of a rich cheese of some kind. A rich chip. Like, perhaps a Dorito. I'm gonna get a special Dorito, a limited edition. (laughs) Limited edition. Silver Series Dorito. (laughs) Fuck, if that existed, I would be the first person to buy it. Why am I such a trash panda? (laughs) I don't understand. Oh, man. I'm a classy lady, except when it comes to a nacho chip. Pretty good. (laughs) I turn into the dirtbag stoner that I am. (laughs) It's good. You've got lots of different layers. It's true. Like Uh, an onion, which is a flavor component of a Dorito. But by the time this comes out, I will have already done my luxurious weekend, and so I hope that I loved it. I hope so too. We'll have to we'll have to recap that probably see if see if you lived your dream. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty good at doing whatever the fuck I want. So. Oh, you are? Are you now? <laughs> is that true? Yes, it is true. Yeah. So that, does that about catch us up? Yeah, that was actually a very long catch up. Thanks H- for how, half an hour of catching. Holy doodle! We had a lot. That we just didn't want to inflict on our guests, so yeah, we're well, inflicting it on you, dear I listener. did. Off mic, I completely inflicted the IUD story on Graham Clark, who does not know me well, So, and he was very <laughs> gracious about it, so thank you, Graham Clark, who is not listening to this. Oh, God. I appreciate you, and you have a nice beard. <laughs> <laughs> Can we take a quick break? Yes. Cool. And... We're back! We're the worst. <laughs> I don't know why we did that. We've never done that before. <laughs> That's not going to be a trend carried on. Hopefully not. <laughs> Sorry, I was just thinking about Chris Hardwick and his his application of be nice to each other, goddammit, at the end of every episode of At Midnight that he just started one day, and we're like, Chris, do you really think we're going to just accept this as a regular thing and not mock you for it relentlessly, <laughs> even if it is a very nice motto? Yeah. Nobody likes change. Yeah. I, you know, it seems like lots of podcasts have, like, a good sign-off or whatever, and we just don't. We just go, bye. Uh, yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. It's sort of bitchy, but so are we, so. <laughs> I thought, um, since this episode is a bit of a recap, I have, from the big book 
of of the Sea Hags podcast. Which is like, it's a pretty full book at this point, which is really cool. I mean, yeah, we're not quite halfway through the book, but it's it's getting there. Oh, there's that picture. Is Hillary's auto uh, autobiography? No, it was her, her <laughs> self-portrait. So amazing. Yeah. We are really getting through this book. I When we started it, I was like, well, I sure hope we keep this up, but I wasn't necessarily... I didn't necessarily have faith in me. I had faith in us. Aww. So I was like, let's go for it. Yeah. Uh, because you keep me in line sometimes. And Aww. Perhaps vice versa. I think I don't so, know. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely... One of the hardest things for me has been like remembering to book guests. <laughs> and then it's like halfway through the week and we're like, ah, we should probably have somebody this weekend. Ah. Yeah, totally. But you've been really good at getting awesome guests the last couple I've weeks. I've been trying to, like, yeah, plan ahead a little bit more just mm-hmm. so that it's not a scramble. And then also so you're not, like, last minute asking people. For sure. Which is, like, not fair to other folks' schedules. But some people are kind of like, if you ask them last minute, they're like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll totally do that. Because yeah. they know that they already don't have plans. or Yeah, some people are really down for that. And so I, I, I don't mind being asked things last minute as long as people are totally fine with hearing no. Yeah. So that's fine with me. But... But yeah, no, we definitely... um... We had brainstormed, like, what are some of the things that we want to talk about? Like, some deeper topics or some, like, some threads, anyway, that we felt like we could ramble on about with some either knowledge or slight authority or even just, like, some insight or something like that. For sure, for sure. I think, um, well, I can go through the list and we can kind of, like, revisit them, because I know we went through the list on the first, on the Hagening. Yes. Episode uh, zero zero, go back in the archives. It's all free. It's all. It's a, this is a free podcast. <laughs> it doesn't cost a dime. Uh, so emotional labor. I feel like we we hit that on Hillary's episode. Yeah, we definitely talked about that on a few different ones. Sure, and emotions in general, emotional excess, all things that I think we've touched on: gender and sexuality. Ha ha ha! Like ha, ev- ha. every single episode, pretty basically. much uh, relationships. Mm-hmm. We have not talked about relationship anarchy and decentering monogamy oh, as yeah. one of the topics that we have, but we could. We certainly were going to talk that. to some folks about that, but then it just never felt like the time was right, more or less. Not ready um, for the the cultural shift, or just it will like bring the the guest that the guest that I wanted to talk to about uh, was like, I really don't want to talk about that right now because I'm going through some bad stuff with that. So for sure. you don't want to push somebody to like talk about how it's good when they're like, fuck this. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> so that's that one still. I'm gonna just put a star next to the ones that we haven't done yet. Uh, <laughs> and we do did... we we sort of try to book guests based on like some of the topics we'd like to yeah talk about, but at the same time we also just know really awesome people. Yeah. So we're like, what do you want to talk about? We're not and a very sometimes... topic heavy podcast. No, sometimes they cross over a little bit, but... Some episodes are really topic-heavy. Sometimes we just talk about one thing the whole time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, like, when we had uh, uh, Carmen on to talk about her... Just her one story. Her one story. Which which was was, so epic. Which is well, like, it's well regarded by millions of people. (laughs) It's a lot of, of people we've spoken to have said it's their favorite it's episode. One of my favorites. It's I one of my really, favorites. really loved it. Episode four. I cried during the recording of it. Yeah. Which I don't think has happened at any other time. Uh, with depression session, you did cry because we were therapizing each other. Sure, sure, sure. Depression session. So, two, I mean, two out of 54 for a crybaby. Pretty good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> not bad. Well, I could still cry in this one. We don't know. Yeah, we generally this try time. to have some more silly, silly fun times to balance out some of the deep stuff. But, Absolutely. But yeah, Carmen's episode was great, and we wrote that song from it, which I really love. So. Yeah, I mean, you wrote that song, yeah. but I helped a little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good tune. Um, we had music scene politics. It's, I don't know. We had Orit and... 
Yeah, I guess she and talked Dom. about that. Yeah. And I think Dom, we really talked about music scene politics. Dominique Frico. He goes by Dom now. Okay. And he insisted on the podcast that we call him Dominique. And then he changed it and I was like, excuse me, like, you said on the record it's Dominique. He's like, everyone calls me Dom. It's just a lot easier this way. Well, I just, call him both. Just don't call me Tom. That's all I ask. I shan't. I, I just kind of want to start calling him Dominique. Dominique? Okay, that's his new name. Just to be an asshole. Sorry, Dominique freak out <laughs> I don't know so I think we did I think we did kind of touch on that a fair bit um, we had we've had a few musicians on mm-hmm. and we've talked music. I would like to have more musicians and actually do more like bonus episodes with like musical guests absolutely okay more musicians I'm, I'm writing it all down yeah. I need to, again, like, because the preamp and, like, the fancy microphones are still fucked, it's, like, it, it makes me hesitant to book musicians because I want to make sure that they have, like, the best sound. But sure. even when we did Calvin's episode with this, like, not as good mic, this it's tiny little snowball sounded mic. pretty good. I just really want to make it better. Sure. Um, oh, FYI, Calvin Arsenia has a new album out, and it's beautiful, and there's a few songs that he played on the podcast um, that just in, like, a stripped-down just harp and mm-hmm. and cello featuring yours truly, and both Katie and I sang backing vocals. His new record is amazing, and the production value is, like, outstanding. It's my new, like, pump-up jams, basically. There's, pump like... the jam. There's some pretty good, like, poppy... Sweet. It's it is really One good. of the most beautiful men I've ever seen in my life as well. Yeah. Like, just... Uh, I was... He has a, such a specific gravity to him mm-hmm. that it just pulls you right in, and I'm just like... I could just watch you play the harp all day, my friend. Did I did I tell you that like cherub. we went to um, Spanish banks with a whole bunch of women that he met at Miscellany, the thrift store, and like he did a free concert on the beach for them. I think you did tell me that, but and, I don't know if we talked about it here. Yeah, and so just he went into a thrift store and just has such great presence and just started talking about what he was doing in Vancouver and these women were like, Oh my god, all of us are gonna be on Spanish banks tonight. Would you bring your harp and play for us on the beach? And he was like, Absolutely. So we did. Wow. And so I went into Miscellany the other day and I was like, Hey, do you remember my friend Calvin? And they were like, Oh yeah, of course. I'm like, he's got a new record out. You should get it. They're like, Oh my God, they're so excited. You just love connecting people to stuff. They still love him so much. And they had friends in Los Angeles and New Orleans that were watching on Facebook Live. Wow. While we did the concert. And wow. so they're like, oh, I'll tell our American friends, blah, 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 and they should catch him. Like, anyway, so it was very, very fun. It's a That's great lovely. record. Katie will put a link I will. Uh, in our episode recap for you to download that because it's for sure. sincerely, like, not just because he's my friend, but like the. It's good as hell. It's a really good record. It sounds so pro, and he got, like, amazing musicians from Kansas City to play on it. So. Fuck yeah. 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 What a lovely, what a lovely man. I was so happy to have him here and to meet him, and I was just like, I could just take a nap in his voice, you know what I mean? Like it's just so soothing. It's like it's like it's like golden honey sunbeams coming in through the window or something like that. It's like almost synesthetic to be around him. Yes. As you're just like you like see new colors and feel warmth and stuff. It's really lovely. Ooh, I love it. I uh it's <laughs> just gonna like totally undermine that. It's like, or maybe I'm just horny all the time. <laughs> it's a little bit that too. It can be both. It can be both. <laughs> um, and we also had public health and harm reduction on here, and we went like big time on that with Lana. Yeah, that was cool. That was really exciting. And I think we also had the you know the twofer when we had your your friends from out of town come in and talk about the the nonprofit work that they do. I think is is not oh, yeah. maybe not so much harm reduction, but public health. That in was a big the way. global health thing. Yeah, totally. So we've cool. definitely done that. Um, with origin stories. That's, that's just very vague. That was like we wanted to really dig into a lot of people and that's something that I feel like we've kind of not been doing as much. Okay. So like we have a we have a guest on and we just start riffing about silly times and like what's happening in the present mm-hmm. but not really getting into like how did you start this? I guess we sort of did with Cat the wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um but like just local comedians like 
not just like how did you get into comedy, but like tell me about your childhood and stuff yeah. would be really what fun. What made so. you want to not not what made you want to be a comic in a trite way, but like what are the things that manifested in your life that made you like drawn to talk to people on yeah. a stage, right? Like or like you know how many brothers and sisters do you have? What was your family life yeah. like? Like how did you grow up? I really am interested in those things and yeah, like getting too. to know people. We've done that a lot with friends that are like non-comedians I guess and people that we know better like delving mm-hmm. into their background but haven't done that for a while and like the teen goth episode that we did with Aaron that's that's gotten a lot of positive a lot of people too. have told me that they really like that one and it is talking about your like teenage self and a lot of people really related to that so I'd mm-hmm. love to hear more stories from other folks wow, so, okay so dig back into our own human I'm thinking yeah I'm thinking like some of the comics that we had that were so funny like I want to know more about Gavin Clarkson and Steve Venegas yeah. like Steve touched a little bit on, like, things with his dad, and I would love to talk more about, like, Bad Dad Club for sure with him. Yeah. And, like, his growing up. And, yeah, Gavin, Matty Vu, like, what was his life like? Even Roman, I'm so like, curious. Like, I, he posted a baby picture of himself recently. Did you see it? It's so cute. Where he's wearing a little vest, and I said that you look like you're about to deal the world's smallest game of blackjack. <laughs> he looked so cute. And somebody else said, was this photo taken last week? It's <laughs> like, aw, sweet baby face. Yeah. A lot of love for Matty Vu lately. Yeah, and so, like, I just would love to get to know people in a little more of, like, a human... Yeah, level in that way instead of just what do yeah. you do and what do you put out in the world. Sure. But like, so that's a goal it, maybe for the next. It's year. almost good that we went a little surface level for the first year because that's like here's this person, and then when we come back to it, people might be like, I remember him or her. Mm-hmm. I would like or them, and I would really like to know more. Mm-hmm. So that would be really fun. I think I, I, I mean, I love that backstory stuff. I like the really in depth, emotionally true podcast, like a like a you made it weird, mm-hmm. and and a, some episodes of Stop Podcasting Yourself definitely mm-hmm. go there, but like. The really, and you know, like a WTF kind yeah. of thing. Like the ones where people, it's really confessional. Yeah. I just love that. I love people being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. It does it for me. Oh, yeah, me too. So, yeah, I would like to encourage that a little bit more. All but right. I think definitely for for some repeat guests, because maybe the first time you come on, it's like, well, I don't want to get into that right now. But then it's like. Well, great. Save it for the next podcast. <laughs> Ayo. Yeah. Yeah, so, and then we've got uh, narrative therapy. We did talk about that with quite, quite a lot. Yeah. And that was an unexpected thing, because I wanted to have a friend of mine who did a lot of narrative therapy study on and have mm-hmm. her as a guest, but then with Avery, it just came up really naturally, and I was really excited to, to hear that, so. That's awesome. Um, she completed her training course and really, really loved it. Yeah. Um, and then I think I mentioned last time I started my own, like, narrative therapy thing, so I'm curious to, like, see how that works as, like, a participant in that rather yeah. than the counselor sure um and trying to figure out like what's going on with me yeah. <laughs> mapping out some shit yeah for sure and i like i was ta- i was telling you just uh just in chat that i uh oh what i forgot to say on the podcast is or did i say it when we were with with when graham was here is that i got my job permanently yes you did okay so i did that's a big deal for me because i've been waiting for it for so long uh and i've been looking into the benefits that i get even as a part-timer, and they're very good. Nice. Uh, and I get, like, a certain amount of money every year, or, or just over three years, for um, doing professional development. That's and, really and that, But the money that I get is for things that are external to the to the place that I work, so that I can just choose something and say that this is relevant, and they'll say, okay, take the money. So I could do a narrative therapy. You should, and it would help you advising students. Absolutely. Because you learn really good questions to ask. Yeah, and I, like I said, I sat in I sat in on a meeting with, with another advisor, and and she was so amazing that mm-hmm. I was just like, I want to be more, I want to do more like that. I want to have like more of a like therapist 
speak like where mm-hmm. I where I you know mirror back what people are saying instead of just because I'm very casual with people mm-hmm. uh, and they like that but it's also sometimes not that productive so yeah. cool yeah I'm just I'm just super down with that so narrative therapy is a thing that I want to if I can spend that money on that then I will for sure that's so cool the next thing we had on the list was do the babies and then for some reason in brackets portal to hell I don't know why why did we write that? Well, I don't know. When you watch a baby crown, it kind of looks like a portal. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe that's why. It's a thing I haven't watched very often in my life. I've seen um, it a few times. I've it's pretty neat. I've seen it. <laughs> we did talk about childbirth a little bit with Noelle, but yep. not, not a ton. But we did. Oh, I did think, we? Yeah, we got pretty in-depth in, sure. in a lot of that stuff, so I think okay. that's that's pretty well sated. Great. Uh, I mean, how many... You could have a million different stories, but they're all going to have a similar narrative. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will listen to anyone's, like, birth story. Please, oh, yeah. Please I'll, tell I'll, me every gritty I'll read detail. it, especially. Like, if you've, if you've written it down, please send a link to me, because I will 100% read it. I don't necessarily want to talk about it, but I want to, like... Suck up your life and, oh, and God, I'm it. just thinking of like a birth and then that noise. Oh, sorry. That's so horrible. It's like a reverse birth. No, I was just like... I just love to consume... I love to consume narratives. Yeah. Like, I just love hearing people's stories so much, and that's, like, part of why I like this podcast. Um, we also have uh, TV obsessions. We always talk always, about that. Always, yeah. Uh, childhood fashion. I guess that's teen goth a bit. It's one of the things that that spurred was from the first day when we were talking about what you used to wear as, like, a kid, and you had, like, the oversized Costco t-shirt or whatever. And, and stirrup pants. Yes, and, like, some of our friends were talking about some of the, like, ridiculous things that they wore. Like, mm-hmm. I would definitely wear a large t-shirt with, like, a thick belt over leggings, you know? A thick belt. This is a dress, actually. This t-shirt is a dress. But it was, like, uh, like you know, my mom ran, like, a shitty 5K, and, like, that's what the t-shirt was. I was obsessed with this t-shirt, um... Do you remember the old Yellow Pages ads where it's like, get a good... There's one that was like, get a good sketch artist. And there's a guy describing someone who stole things from him and it's being sketched, being sketched, being sketched. And then the guy goes, is this the man that robbed you? And it's a terrible stick figure with a gun (laughs) and like green eyes. (laughs) And it's very stupid. And then Yellow Pages made a t-shirt of that. And I wore that shirt for years! Oh my god, that is <laughs> so nerdy. That is such a, a weird kid thing to do. Yeah, so I wore that with Mr. Pants. Oh you know? Did never belted it, though, so you're like a little fashionista. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> a sexy belt with your sexy 5K t-shirt. Ew, that was okay. 10. <laughs> a perfect 10. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, horrible. thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, but that's, that's something that we can definitely, that's always, a, I think, a rich vein to mine with anyone getting into their background is just, like, what were some of the weird things that, like, you have seen yourself in pictures? Yeah, like, what, what were your weird predilections Or what did your child? mom like, did you, dress you up as? Did you ever eat something weird? Like, because mm-hmm. I, I definitely, as a kid, I would stick my finger into the butter dish and then stick my finger into the sugar dish and then just eat sugar butter We talked about my... that with Kyle. Did we? The, oh, yeah. Like, emotional eating and, like, the weird snacks we that you oh, had. Oh, wow. Okay, so yeah. we've, we've covered so much of this stuff. We did emotional vampires or emotional dump trucks, which, like, ties into the emotional stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, a meaningful song. That's not one we've done with anybody, mm-hmm. I don't think. So that's... I'll put a star next to that. That could be good. What was the inspiration... Just, like, let's talk about a song that really meant a lot to you and, like... Yeah. We were gonna, like, get in depth. I'm like, I'm bored of that idea just talking about Kind of, yeah. <laughs> and there's already a podcast called Song Exploder that yeah. kind of does that. Uh, and... But, you know, like... We talked a lot about, like, musical, like, artists that really made meant a lot to us, like, talking about Bowie with Allison. Yeah, totally. Well, and, like, talking about that. the Red Hot Chili Peppers and stuff like that with me. I love them. They I put out a new record, and I've been listening to it a lot. It's really good. Oh, good. <laughs> Even the, the, the record is called Anthony Kiedis' Gross Mustache. 
I was looking at, I was watching old music videos, and my goodness, he was so pretty. I loved him when he had his long, dark hair, just, like, whipping it around. Anthony Kiedis, if you're listening, please shave your mustache. Uh Please shave it. And grow your hair out super long. Please shave your mustache. Please shave your mustache. (laughs) Thank you. That's all I have to say about it. (laughs) This has been a public service announcement. Please, Anthony Kiedis, please shave your gross... It's a gross mustache. Please. You look like a gross uncle. Thank you. That's all. Um, hedonism? Um, yeah, I think... Well, I mean, we just live it in practice whenever we yes. have a sleepover or something. It is, our, get... it is our form of Buddhist Zen practice. We it's just, just like trees. Oh. We've certainly put out a few podcasts. Where we were wasted? Too drunk and like a little stupid. Like, too there drunk. was the one too that drunk was... to cast. There was one that was like, I still feel kind of like hot like, ashamed of it, and I don't usually the feel ashamed very often. House? No, the one recorded here where we tried to do two. Oh, and you tried to save it, and you were like, crying crips. Yeah. It was the file name. And, and like, we just repeated the same shit over and over for, like, every five minutes, we'd just, like, reset and be like, okay, to recap on blah, blah, blah. It's like, you already did recap it. I went up cutting a lot out of that episode, and it, and was, it was still, still bad. Really bad. I, I have had at least <laughs> one person say to me that they thought it was really funny. <laughs> Which is like, thank you for enjoying our shame very much. I guess if you were like just going on a walker in public transit doing something mundane and listening to us like being total... You like, wouldn't hear it as many times as we said it. Yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, that was... Why are this, we like the this? sleepover podcast was like a little bit... We just mostly like sang silly songs and we're like... Having a fun time. That one I wasn't as like worried about, but like... It's I still can't awesome. imagine it's great listening. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. So thanks for bearing consistency, with us. not qu- Consistency and releases, not quality. Sorry, guys. Like we can only pick one thing. But we did learn that lesson where it's like... On a super hot day, don't drink too much and try to do two podcasts. Yeah, like, you can do two podcasts in a day, you just can't get wasted on the first one mm-hmm. and then try to power through. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be bad. Yeah, so snug. Anyway, we've we've definitely learned some lessons along we've the way. We've learned. Uh, we also had No, I don't like that one. I'm not even gonna say it. Uh, it was technology worship. I'm like, that's boring. It sounds like get off my lawn. I love technology. But it was making fun of people. Oh, okay. Um, I think that, that thing where it's, like, people being, like, super into technology, like... Oh, and then showing the pictures of people, like, reading the paper on the train, like, 60 years ago or whatever? Yeah, like, so the old grumps that are just, like, oh, all you kids on your phones every day, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, I'm still, I think Come on, Seymour, if you knew how to use a smartphone, you'd be on it all the time. You're just mad because you have to use trifocals to do the Sudoku puzzle. (laughs) Seymour. Seymour. (laughs) Yeah, so, but anyway, it is kind of boring. I actually am, like, super over... Like, we talked a little bit about that with, like, Graham Clark, like, just the, like, super techie dudes that are, like, microdosing LSD, like, and just being so cool and, like... I feel like if I ever meet Brian... Uh, not Brian. Uh, oh, fuck, what's this? Joe Rogan. He's gonna beat me up. <laughs> By then you'll have lifted so many heavy things that you'll be able to just be a solid wall. <laughs> He's very beefy. We, we establish he is a beef. <laughs> <laughs> like a side of Kobe beef, basically. <laughs> yeah, really. Like, I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm scared, a little bit scared of him. Yeah. So Joe Rogan, please don't beat me up. But like talking about technology and how we interact, I just feel like that's like played out forever. Like I'm actually, it is. I'm way more interested in like people's yeah soft, vulnerable insides than like yeah. like what are the ways that I guess like the ways that you interact with the world like, but not through a lens of technology. Sure. Or if it is fine, but we don't have to emphasize the technology mm-hmm. aspect. It's still all about. Connection. Yeah. Connection. Um, so 
our tenuous relationship to capitalism that is threaded through every episode. Yeah, that's I would definitely think. been talked about a lot. Oh, yeah. you turned the page. I thought you were at the end of the list. <laughs> no, there's mo- there's a fucking more. Okay, we got to wrap this up soon because we got to go hang out with our friends. <laughs> oh, so we do. Might be. All right, real quick here. We got nav- negotiating and navigating power structures. How did you get your job? Lay bare the work. Always doing that. Yeah, I guess Always so. doing that. Anxiety. Ha. <laughs> Mental health self-work. Ha. <laughs> Guilt. Fuck. Every episode. Boundaries. Also every episode. <laughs> Boundaries is one that I just love so much because you're so good at it. I've really not been that good at it lately, and it's been to my detriment. Yeah. Like, it's more that I haven't known what to say, and, like, why do I feel so irritated by this? And I only figure it out, like a week later, and then I talk to someone about it, and they're like, oh, if I had known, then I could have changed, and it's like, but I didn't know at the time, I just know that I, like, really was irritated, and I'm very sorry that I was not that fun to be around for, for sure. a little while, but now I know, does well, that count? Yeah, like, it, do- it totally counts, yeah. like, there's just something to, like, to, like, sort of twig out and be like, oh, that's something I maybe need to revisit and work on again, because, like, you've always been very good at it, and if you haven't been nurturing that skill, then then you're probably frustrated and tired yeah. of, of, of not being able to... So, but then going going back and kind of being like, I need to eat some shit because I fucked up and, like, wasn't very nice. Sure. Like, that's Or I'm... you need to eat something because you're hungry <laughs> and you're cranky. Well, um, but that's something that, yeah, I haven't really been working that well on lately, and I think that's an indication of, like, where I am in my, like, mental health, where I just go, like... I'm more reactive instead of thoughtful, and I would sure. like to go back to being a thought, like more thoughtful than yeah. just reactive. So that's something. That's a goal, just a personal goal for the next little. Well, that's. A, I think that's a wonderful goal, and I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm. You know, I'm working on trying to figure out like, what do I want? What do I want? Because other people say like, I'm having trouble getting what I want. I'm like, how do you even know like what it is that you want? Because mm-hmm. I'm real bad at that. Because when I want something, I just like, well, I probably shouldn't have it for some <laughs> like tenuous reason. But, you know, like, we all have things we want to work on, and we've been working on a lot of stuff, and that kind of brings me to the last thing on the list here, uh, which is so funny that it's at the tail end. It's just female friendship. Ah. Friendship between women. That's what this is all about. Yeah. It certainly, like, includes men in our in our narrative. You know, we love them, mm-hmm. mostly. Uh, there's a lot of really cool dudes out there that we yeah. love, but, like... I think it's important to still be emphasizing the fact that, like, we're prioritizing and centering Mm -hmm. relationships between women. And I I like it when we have a male guest in because the dynamic changes and it's... It's kind of fun, but we sometimes get to like influence a little bit. They like, come to the soft side. With yeah, us. where it's like, look, we're gonna we're gonna just like pamper you a little, and then just like come and let's all just be nice together. And sometimes guys are like, Ooh. oh, okay, that's kind of fun. Let's like, gab like girls. Yeah, so yeah. I want to definitely do more of that. Well, I think it's good to take the influence of of the friendship and support that that healthy friendships between women, healthy relationships between women have, and like letting men in on that a little bit. It's like, <laughs> to be hey, like, it feels great. Yeah, you can also do this with your friends. Yeah, did you know? Yeah, be vulnerable with each other, support each other, like, love each other intensely, Mm -hmm. and don't follow up with no homo. Yeah. Follow it up with (laughs) pro-homo. So I just, yeah, just to sum up, like, I love what we're doing, and I want to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. Do you agree? Yes, I do. Let us shake on this. Yeah. (laughs) We are friends. We are podcasters. (laughs) We are the Sea Hags. We're the Sea Hags, and we will see you next week. You hate it when I do that. I do. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye.